The Book of Esther, Chapters 1 and 2. In the days of Aswerus, who reigned from India to Ethiopia, over a hundred and twenty-seven provinces, when he sat down on the throne of his kingdom, the city Susan was the capital of his kingdom. Now in the third year of his reign, he made a great feast for all the princes and for his servants, for the most mighty of the Persians and the nobles of the Medes and the governors of the provinces in his sight, that he might show the riches of the glory of his kingdom and the greatness and boasting of his power for a long time to wit for a hundred and fourscore days. And when the days of the feast were expired, he invited all the people that were found in Susan, from the greatest to the least, and commanded a feast to be made seven days in the court of the garden, and of the wood which was planted by the care and the hand of the king. And there were hung up on every side sky-colored and green and violet hangings, fastened with cords of silk and of purple, which were put into rings of ivory, and were held up with marble pillars. The beds also were of gold and silver, placed in order upon a floor paved with porphyry and white marble, which was embellished with painting of wonderful variety. And they that were invited drank in golden cups, and the meats were brought in diverse vessels one after another. Wine also in abundance, and of the best was presented, as was worthy of a king's magnificence. Neither was there any one to compel them to drink that were not willing, but as the king had appointed, who set over every table one of his nobles, that every man might take what he would. Also Vasti, the queen, made a feast for the women in the palace, where King Aswerus was used to dwell. Now on the seventh day, when the king was merry, and after very much drinking was well warmed with wine, he commanded Maumon, and Bazatha, and Harbona, and Bagatha, and Abgatha, and Zethar, and Charkas, the seven eunuchs that served in his presence, to bring in Queen Vasti before the king, with the crown set upon her head, to show her beauty to all the people and the princes, for she was exceeding beautiful. But she refused and would not come at the king's commandment, which he had signified to her by the eunuchs. Whereupon the king, being angry and inflamed with a very great fury, asked the wise men, who according to the custom of the kings, were always near his person, and all he did was by their counsel, who knew the laws and judgments of their forefathers. Now the chief and nearest him were Charsena and Sethar and Admatha and Tharsis and Mares and Marsana and Mamukan, seven princes of Persians and of the Medes, who saw the face of the king and were used to sit first after him. What sentence ought to, be, ought to pass upon Basti the queen, 
who had refused to obey the commandment of, a, of King Aswerus, which he had sent to her by the eunuchs. And Mamukan answered, in the hearing of the king and the princes, Queen Vasti hath not only injured the king, but also all the people and princes that are in the provinces of King Aswerus. For this deed of the queen will not go abroad, will go abroad to all women, so that they will despise their husbands, and will say, King Aswerus commanded that the queen Vasti should come in to him, and she would not. And by this example all the wives of the princes of the Persians and the Medes will slight the commandments of their husbands, wherefore the king's indignation is just. If it pleases thee, let an edict go out from thy presence, and let it be written according to the law of the Persians and of the Medes, which must not be altered, that Vasti come in no more to the king, but another, that is better than her, be made queen in her place. And let this be published through all the provinces of thy empire, which is very wide, and let all wives, as well as as well of the greater as of the lesser, give honor to their husbands. His counsel pleased the king and the princes, and the king did according to the counsel of Mamukan. And he sent letters to all the provinces of his kingdom, as every nation could hear and read, in diverse languages and characters, that the husbands should be rulers and masters in their houses, and that this should be published to every people. After this, when the wrath of, the, of King Aswerus was appeased, he remembered Vasti, and what she had done, and what she had suffered. And the king's servants and his officers said, Let young women be sought for the king, virgins and beautiful, and let some persons be sent through all the provinces to look for beautiful maidens and virgins and let them bring them to the city of Susan, and put them into the house of the women under the hand of Ejeus the eunuch, who is the overseer and keeper of the king's women, and let them receive women's ornaments and other things necessary for their use. And whosoever among them all shall please the king's eyes, let her be queen instead of Vasti. The word pleased the king, and he commanded it should be done as they suggested. There was a man in the city of Susan, a Jew, named Mardukai, the son of Jair, the son of Simai, the son of Sis, of the race of Jamini, who had been carried away from Jerusalem at the time that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, carried away Jeconias, king of Judah. And he had brought up his brother's daughter, Adisa, who by another name was called Esther. Now she had lost both her parents and was exceeding fair and beautiful. And her father and mother being dead, Mardukai adopted her for his daughter. And when the king's ordinance was noised abroad, and according to his commandment, many beautiful virgins were brought to Susan and were delivered to Ajeus the eunuch, Esther, also among the rest of the maidens, was delivered to him to be kept in the number of the women. And she pleased him and found favor in his sight. And he commanded the eunuch to hasten the woman's ornaments and to deliver to her her part and seven of the most beautiful maidens of the king's house and to adorn and deck out both her and her waiting maids. 
and she would not tell him her people nor her country, for Mordecai had charged her to say nothing at all of that. And he walked every day before the court of the house, in which the chosen virgins were kept, having a care for Esther's welfare, and desiring to know what would befall her. Now when every virgin's turn came to go in to the king, after all had been done for setting them off to advantage, it was the twelfth month, so that for six months they were anointed with oil of myrrh, and for other six months they used certain perfumes and sweet spices. And when they were going in to the king, whatsoever they asked to adorn themselves they received, and being decked out as it pleased them, they passed from the chamber of the women to the king's chamber. And she that went in at evening came out in the morning, and from thence she was conducted to the second house that was under the hand of Susagaz the eunuch, who had the charge over the king's concubines. Neither could she return any more to the king, unless the king desired it, and had ordered her by name to come. And as the time came orderly about, the day was at hand when Esther, the daughter of Abihail, the brother of Mordecai, whom he had adopted for his daughter, was to go in to the king. But she sought not women's ornaments, but whatsoever Ajeus, the eunuch, the keeper of the virgins, had a mind, he gave her to adorn her. For she was exceeding fair, and her incredible beauty made her appear agreeable and amiable in the eyes of all. So she was brought to the chamber of King Aswerus the tenth month, which is called Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. And the king loved her more than all the women, and she had favor and kindness before him above all the women, and he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vasthi. And he commanded a magnificent feast to be prepared for all the princes and for his servants for the marriage and wedding of Esther. And he gave rest to all the provinces and bestowed gifts according to princely magnificence. And when the virgins were sought the second time and gathered together, Mordecai stayed at the king's gate. Neither had Esther as yet declared her country and people according to his commandment. For whatsoever he commanded, Esther observed, and she did all things in the same manner as she was wont at the time when he brought her up a little one. At that time, therefore, when Mordecai abode at the king's gate, Bagathon and Theres, two of the king's eunuchs, who were porters, and presided in the first entry of the palace, were angry, and they designed to rise up against the king and to kill him. And Mordecai had notice of it, and immediately he told it to Queen Esther, and she to, and she to the king in Mordecai's name, who had reported the thing unto her. It was inquired into and found out, and they were both hanged on a gibbet, and it was put in the histories and recorded in the chronicles before the king. The Book of Proverbs, chapter 28, verses 10 through 13. He that deceiveth the just in a wicked way shall fall in his own destruction, and the upright shall possess his goods. The rich man seemeth to himself wise, but the poor man that is prudent 
shall search him out. In the joy of the just there is great glory, when the wicked reign, men are ruined. He that hideth his sins shall not prosper, but he that shall confess and forsake them shall obtain mercy. The Gospel of John chapter 8 verses 31 to 53. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, If you continue in my word, you shall be my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are the seed of Abraham, and we have, and we have never been slaves to any man. How sayest thou, You shall be free? Jesus answered them, Amen, amen, I say unto you, that whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Now the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the Son abideth forever. If therefore the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you are the children of Abraham, but you seek to kill me, because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and you do the things that you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith to them, If you be the children of Abraham, do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who have spoken the truth to you, which I have heard of God. This Abraham did not. You do the works of your father. They said therefore to him, We are not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus therefore said to them, If God were your father, you would indeed love me. For from God I proceeded and came, for I came not of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not know my speech? Because you cannot hear my word. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he stood not in the truth, because truth is not in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father thereof. But if I say the truth, you believe me not. Which of you shall convince me of sin? If I say the truth to you, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth the words of God. Therefore you hear them not, because you are not of God. The Jews therefore answered and said to him, Do not we say well that thou art a Samaritan and has a devil? Jesus answered, I have not a devil. But I honor my father, and you have dishonored me. But I seek not my own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. Amen, amen, I say to you, if any man keep my word, he shall not see death forever. The Jews therefore said, Now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophets, and thou sayest, If any man keep my word, he shall not taste death forever. Art thou greater than our father Abraham, who is dead, and the prophets are dead? Whom dost thou make thyself? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father that glorifieth me, of whom you say that he is your God. And you have not known him, but I know him. And if I shall say that I know him not, I shall be like to you a liar. But I do know him and do keep his word. Abraham your father rejoiced that he might see my day, 
he saw it and was glad. The Jews therefore said to him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and thou hast seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, Before Abraham was made, I am. They took up stones, therefore, to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple.